The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. I'm your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister, Executive Minister, and the Director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. I'm in the midst of a series that I'm enjoying teaching personally, which is the Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. Everybody who knows me knows that I'm a huge Catherine Ponder fan, and I've taught many of her books already uh, on this podcast through the, well, I started this podcast in March 2012. So over the years, I've taught plenty of Catherine Ponder materials. Normally, it's the prosperity stuff, but I wanted to make sure that I help you understand how to spiritually and mentally work on your own health, your own well-being, and to support others with your spiritual consciousness as they're going through what they're going through. All right. So today we're talking about the healing law of love, which is chapter seven. She wrote, Early in my ministry, I discovered that one type of affirmation often brought physical and emotional healings when none other did. That type expressed divine love. Disease is often, disease often results from a, excuse me, did a little hiccups here. Disease often results from a violation of the law of love. Thoughts of hate generate a deadly poison in the body, which if not neutralized, can even produce death. Love cleanses the the mind and body of these hates that accumulate in the form of resentment, criticism, sorrow, remorse, guilt, fear, anger, jealousy. Affirmations of love change these killing thoughts into life thoughts. Affirmations of love bring peace to the mind and body. Now, just to let that land for a second. You can think yourself into sickness and you can think yourself out of sickness. And one of the ways in which you can think yourself out of sickness is affirming divine love in your life, world, and affairs. Affirming divine love in your life, world, and affairs. 
cultivating a consciousness of love. Because the more you love, the less actually you have to forgive. Because you're in the right space already. When you're in a consciousness of love, you're in a harmonious, balanced state of mind anyway. And love is also an attractor of good. So when you are loving, it's hard to be in resentment. When you are loving, it's hard to be in criticism. When you're in loving, sorrow, remorse, guilt, fear, anger, jealousy. Just think about sometimes when um, couples are in that, uh, you know, honeymoon phase where, you know, everything that the other person does is right. The things that they end up like disliking later were present then. But love almost made them blind to it. And I'm not saying you should walk through life blind because love and wisdom should be like Kentucky fried chicken and a biscuit. You don't have one without the other. Every time you order some chicken, you get a biscuit from KFC. And love should work with wisdom. But I want you just to be mindful that when you feel really on fire with love, a lot of stuff that bothers you stop bo- stops bothering you. Just a lot of stuff like, you know what? That doesn't even matter. Because the love is present. Now, I'm not saying that's a that's a free get out of jail card for bad behavior. I just want you just to be present to the more you're in a love consciousness, the 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 fewer times you have to get yourself back together. You have to recalibrate fewer times back to truth. Back to the book. She wrote on page 116, love is all powerful because thoughts of love harmonize the mind. Love is also an awakener. Dwelling upon the phrase divine love awakens a positive current in the body, which will break up opposing thoughts of hate, rendering them and their destruction in the body null and void. Love takes away all thoughts of destruction as it levels all things into one harmonious whole. By a persistent cultivation of love, man can change his belief and rebuild his body cell by cell. So not only should you be speaking the word of love, you should be dwelling on love. You should be meditating on love. You should be praying about love. And if you don't know how to love right, just say, you know, Father, Holy Spirit, Father, Mother, God, Source, whatever the term you use for God. Teach me how to love. Love through me. Love my body through me. Love this situation through me. You know, you know, in the in the gospels, in the gospel of Luke, the disciples went to Jesus and said, Teach us how to pray. And I'm saying you can pray. Teach me how to love. Teach me how to love. She quotes Emmy Fox, who is one of my favorite writers. I love Emmy Fox. I can't say it. I love Emmy Fox enough. I love Emmy Fox's writings, um, you know, except for one thing, but I'm not going to bring that up. That's neither here nor there. There's no difficulty that enough love will not conquer, he wrote. There's no disease that enough love will not heal. It makes no difference how deeply seated may be the trouble. It makes no difference how hopeless may be the outlook. A sufficient realization of love will dissolve it all. This is 
his famous writings on love. It's just only a part of it, uh, which is powerful. So I would strongly suggest you, you know, Google Emmett Fox Love. Maybe it'll pop up. It's in the book, in the book, Power Through Constructive Thinking. And it's also sold separately at times, just the love statement. So she goes on to write, Dr. Fox explains that unless you build up within yourself a love consciousness, all you, your other activities will be more or less futile. Whereas when you develop a love consciousness towards all, everything else will follow. Huh? So everything is better with love. 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 All right. So she went on to write. Dr. Fox states that many people found very remarkable things happening in their lives only after a few days special work done on love. <clears throat> just think about it. I'm just going to pray and meditate on love. Divine love expresses in, through, and as me. Divine love manifests itself through me as compassion, as attraction, as understanding, as harmony, as balance, whatever. I'm just making stuff up off the top of my head. But, you know, the Christ of God awakens divine love in me. Just talk, think about it. If you just got up every morning and just prayed and then just set, affirmed this and then just sat still and thought about it for a little bit. The Christ of God awakens divine love in me. The Christ of God awakens divine love in me. When you just meditate and then you center your attention on your heart, where in the Charles Fillmore's concept of the 12 powers of man, the faculty of love resides. Even in other systems like the seven chakra system, that's the center of love. A lot of mystical traditions point to the heart area, not just being about the muscle that pumps or the organ that pumps blood through your system, which is a form of love, but actually an energy center of love. The Christ of God, or you might not want to use the term Christ, the presence of God. The presence of the Holy Spirit, divine mind, divine source, whatever the term you use, as long as it means something to you, I can say the Christ of God awakens divine love in me because that means something to me. And just sit and contemplate on it and allow love to unfold, allow love to emerge in you. The Christ of God, divine love within within me heals every cell in my body. Divine love within me expresses as health in every cell of my body. Divine love in me balances and harmonizes my mind and body. Whatever. Idea behind it. She gives prayers and things through these books. Take something and work it. Take something and work it. Take something and work it. We're going to take a quick break. Again, this won't be a long episode. Let's take this quick break and we'll be right back 
with Truth Transformed. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, welcome back to Truth Transform with Reverend Galen McDowell. So on page 118, Catherine Ponder wrote, We often think of love as an emotion. We often think of love as a spiritual quality. It is both, but love is also a mind power native to man or humanity, I would say, existent in every one of us. Then she wrote, and this is key, Certain words used persistently release this mind power to mold and transform conditions in the mind, body, and affairs of man. The words divine love dissolve hate, resistance, opposition, obstinacy, anger, and other mental and physical frictions that cause pain and disease. Notice that certain words used persistently release this mind power. And one of those is divine love. She wrote, words make sales, and these sales adjust to each other through associated ideas. When the words divine love enter into man's thought processes, every cell responds with poise and balance. As it does, peace and harmony appear, pain and disease fade away. By persistently dwelling upon the thought of divine love, man unifies himself with the healing power of love within him. And then it pours forth through his body in healing streams. Through the thought of divine love, man can free himself from all types of limitation. So we're impacting the cells of our bodies by how we think. So what do you think will produce a healthier body? Love or fear? Love or anger? Love or resignation? Love or anxiety? Love or jealousy? What do you think will produce a better body? What do you think will produce a better mental state? Lead with love. Lead with love. 
you know, Dr. Rocco Errico talks about love from the standpoint. He's an Aramaic Bible scholar. And in Aramaic, the term for love means, uh, I think he calls it huba. And it means white hot. You know how you, you heat something? It goes through the stages of colorization until it gets white. That's when it's really hot. We say, but that's white hot. Because, you know, when it's white hot, that's as hot as it's getting. But when something is white hot, you can shape it. You can mold it to being to, to the form you want it to be. When something is white hot, it removes the impurities out of a thing. Turn your consciousness white hot. So the impurities of the doubt, the fear, the anxiety, the resignation can drop away the impurities. And then you can mold your consciousness, which is molding your life, world, and affairs in a way that you desire. Get white hot about your own transformation. All right. Okay. And then she talks about how uh, people use love affirmations and meditations to heal heart troubles and all the other type of stuff and criticism. So, and then... Uh, I love how she wrote, how to turn love on. Love is the key to healing, she wrote. Many doctors now agree that the majority of man's ills come from congestion and from the poison stirred up by negative emotions. Love relaxes and harmonizes man's emotions. Love attunes the individual to the healing power within himself. Now, one of the things that we're discovering is consistently medical science is saying that the attitude of the patient has a lot to do with their healing. Now stop and think about that. Not just the medicine. The attitude of the patient has a lot to do with the healing. Cultivate love consciousness. It'll expedite your healing process. And if you don't know how to love you or anything properly, God, teach me how to love. And just pray on that. God, teach me how to love. God, teach me how to experience your love for me. And just be open and receptive. All right. She talks about, uh, you know, on several other things. She has a person who used love. Affirmations to heal arthritis by reading First uh, Corinthians chapter thirteen, which if you have not read, I would strongly suggest get a good modern translation, like New Revised Standard Version, and read First Corinthians chapter thirteen. The old, like King James version, says charity, which is not the proper word. It's love. This love is love is this love is that, et cetera, et cetera. Read not in the old King James. It says charity, but in a new modern version. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the whole chapter. It's only 13 verses, but it's the love chapter in the Bible. All right. If, if you're working on developing and cultivating a consciousness of love, this might be something you read every day just to help you with that consciousness. Reading the Emmett Fox quote every day just to help with your consciousness. Work with it. You know, working with the concept of divine love. 
getting other people to pray with you. You might have a prayer group. And with your prayer group, just pray for a realization of divine love. You might be calling the CUT prayer ministry or Silent Unity or some other religious organization's prayer ministry. And one of the things you could pray for is for a higher realization of divine love. And just, and even, and even, you know, if a certain part of your body is hurting, just, I love my whatever hip. I love my knee. I love my knee. Thank you, God, for my knee. I love my knee. Now you're using love and praise. What are you doing? You're shifting your thought around a thing. And as Reverend Coleman used to say, I am the thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing. I am the thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing. Be in the be in the consciousness of what it is that you say you desire. Cultivate this love consciousness. Study love. Read love. Listen to love. And I'm not talking about the heartbreak love of R&B songs and blues and, and country and whatever, wherever you might be in your culture's music. I'm talking about that unrestricted, uh, what the Bible calls agape love. What does it look like? How does it show up? That God loves just because God is love. And I can love because I am love, because I'm the image and likeness of love. God is love and I am the image and likeness of love. Therefore, I am love. Right here and right now. Even while you're going through pain, even if you've had poor experiences, bad experiences with relationships and family, career, you've had disappointment, all of those things, you can still cultivate and activate divine love in you by speaking the word of love and contemplating love in your mind. Meditate on it, reflect on it, read on it, listen to it, study it. Love, 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 love. Keep working with it. It makes a difference. Be in the space. Look up, you know, different scriptures on love. What did Jesus say about love in the Bible? You can Google that type of stuff now. You can see how love is utilized in different writings. What are the greatest poems on love? However you need to shake it out. But I would strongly suggest the First Corinthians 13, and I would strongly suggest the Emmett Fox poem on love. You can't go wrong with those two. You can't go wrong. You read those every day, it can make a difference. One of the other ways I, I love this book, um, uh, Gerald Jam Post, it's a small book, real, real easy read. Love is Letting Go of Fear. Love, that's the name of the book. Love is letting go of fear. Can you let it go? If you can let it fear go and just love, you can be free. So with that, we're going to stop here. Uh, hope you understand what I'm driving home. I don't have to teach a lot of stuff. Work on the love consciousness. You can transform your life if you just work on the love consciousness. I'm going to get one more thing that I want you to take a look at when you work on the love consciousness. Read the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew, which is Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 6, and Matthew chapter 7. 
Jesus often sprinkles different love sayings along with many other things in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. And again, read it in a, in a more modern translation. So with that, God bless you, and I'll be with you at the next, with the, <laughs> with the next episode of Truth Transforms very soon. God bless. Bye. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.